0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: I was reading a story in the Star newspaper by Paul Healy writing about a 13-year-old boy who was assaulted in a park in Dublin. It happened quite recently, actually, just uh, just last week. And the incident lasted the guts of about 20 minutes. The young boy ended up in hospital and in ICU as well. And the guards are, are investigating the incident. Um the young boy's mum is with us on the program today. She wished to remain anonymous, but I, I do thank you for your your time and joining us on the show. Will you bring us back to that day and tell us what happened?
0: So it it seems like a a, a normal regular day. And um, my brother was visiting us from UK uh, for three days. Every day my son come with me. Uh, we going to inside scene with his uncle. But on Thursday that was his last day of my brother. My son said, Mom, can I go meet my friends? And I say, yeah, of course. <clears throat> it's just a normal thing, and um, you never think could could end up in a such a horrible way. So my son went to meet his friends <clears throat> while I went to town to meet my brother and send him to the airport. After all, I come back home. And I was already on my phone. Um... I was about to text my son to see, to get some update because that's how I do. And um, when he's out, he's, he constantly gives me updates where he is, his whereabouts, and with who he is, which usually is always his close friends from primary school, and he started secondary school last year, and so he has new friends as well, but I know the parents. Mm. Always having normal measures, you know, like in a normal parent. So I was with the phone in my hand when the phone rang, and it was a little girl, same age of him. And her voice was shaking. At that moment, I already knew something bad is coming. Is that is that his mom? And I said yes. Um, what happened? And she said, um, he's really in bad state. He's lying down on the ground, uh, covered with blood. And I started, oh, my God, what happened? And she said he was beating uh, by 10 other boys very badly. And at this point, I didn't know it was a 20 minutes overview that my son w- went through. I just, I just hear that she said he was in a bad state and probably has a broken jaw because he could not even speak and there was blood coming from his head. My, this is the worst um, situation for any parent. Mm. is to get such a horrific phone call. Mm. My legs, I just fell on the ground in this moment. My legs were like jelly. I could not stand straight. I began to ring every single number that appeared first in my, on my contacts, asking for help, uh, really desperate. And one of his friend's mother uh, answered me, and she she was really great. She she just left work very quickly, and she collected me. At this point, we are trying to discover which parts of um, Bush Park they were, uh, but everything was so confusing because obviously I could not talk to my son. And there was a little girl. Thankfully, his friend was nearby, it was there with him.
1: Mm.
0: And um, someone, some adult, took the phone away and, and said to me, look, um, I'm here with your son. I Obviously was an adult voice, and I'm, I was very great friend. I said, "Please stay there anything don't worry I, I called the guards already i I saw what happened, and um, the ambulance is on the way um so once the ambulance arrived, they took him to Cromley, and I arrived there just very short, like two minutes after my son and when I saw him, like not just me, even the doctors as well, when the doctors saw him. We all feared the worst for him because he, he was in such a bad state, like horrible, and could not recognize him. His head was looked like a balloon, like so swollen, like really huge, huge. Um, his face was completely deformed, blood everywhere. He had blood coming from his ears. His ears become like, a, like a two cauliflowers. From the kicks. Um, and his he had blood coming from his head as well. So it was a total moment of terror and panic. Um and I was you know we were there watching him fighting for his life. And thankfully and um, the doctors were amazing, really, really amazing. The whole the whole uh, crew in the hospital was really quick to 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 do all the measures necessary to to find out if my son has any uh, bleeding, internal bleeding, or any fracture in his skull. That was what we fear most, mm. and thankfully uh, there was nothing. The bleed that comes from his head uh, was like a puncture outside, probably from the from the shoes or something. He was very, uh, for, it he was was very it,
1: fortunate.
0: Yes, um, he he has bruises, have few broken bones, and one near his shoulder. He has uh, his tip, tip fingers broken as well when because he tried to defend. And he said to me, Mom, um, I'm trying to defend. I put I, I I hid my head. I I you know I tried to defend my head because I know it's the most important part." And even to hear that is is such a broken heart because heartbreaking because you know, like a child not supposed to go through this, he's not Mm -hmm. supposed to to have to defend himself. He said when the the attack started and they tried to smash his head on the on the concrete and um, the attack lasted twenty minutes and those twenty minutes they took three rounds. Okay, they they, they have like a briefly breaking uh, a, you know short break and then they start again it was three rounds so my son said on the second round when they stop a little bit, my son managed to crawling where he was and he said he said he he thought okay, I might need to go to the grass because it's going it's going to be harder for them to. Crack open my school. Can you imagine? Oh, can you God. imagine the terror of a 13 years old boy going through to have to to fight for his life? Is is horrendous. And um the boys were even prepare a bike, not a motorbike, you know, a basab uh, bike, a normal bike. Bicycle, yeah. They wanted to take this bike um And they were preparing the bike to run over my son, to finish him him up. And uh, there was, I believe so, uh, because the boys, are their age range from 11 to 16. My son is only 13, so there's two boys at least, at least no more than two. They're 15 as well. Some of them are older than my son, and we know in this age. The, the difference, the age gap uh, makes a huge, a huge thing because they can be, you know, much taller and much bigger. So my son said, all uh, always start when he was there talking with his friends, when suddenly, oh, well, before that, a boy approached him and said, I think you should go. And he said, why? <clears throat> because those boys there, they are planning to do something to you. Today, Then another boy approached and said, oh, no, 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 it's fine. They're not going to do anything to him. And then when the attack started, like the 16 years old, which seems like the 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 boss of the gang, he, he came first and he punched my son on the side, on his temple and, and the head, very dangerous area. So when he did that, my son fell straight away, of course. He, he not even... Have chance to to defend himself. He didn't even saw where the punch come from, and then, then he fell. When he fell, then the vicious attack started. So all of them came on top of my son, focus on the head, obviously battering him the whole body. And uh, my son, after the, the third round. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see if he can run, run, run now. He said that to my son. My son, obviously, he could not run. He just barely got up in wobbling legs, and he made his way to to a bridge that leads outside of Bush Park. And there was like a construction going on. When I saw them, I collapsed. So he collapsed there and that was the same man, the same gentleman who was in the phone with me, saying for me to how long? not to worry.
1: How long was he in um intensive care for?
0: He was just for the for one day.
1: And how was he now?
0: Now he's at home, he's recovering, thankfully. Uh but he's very, very traumatized. Yeah. He doesn't want to go out. Um my son is Irish. He was born here. Um, his father is Irish, so I'm Brazilian. And it's the first time ever my son asked me, can we move to Brazil? He never asked that before. And um, this really, really worries me because I can see uh, something change, of course, inside him. It's not just about the physical scars, uh, I'm worrying much more about his mental state now. He's terrified. He's terrified. He's terrified. He's terrified, and I'm terrified as well. I I think it's it's, a, it's despicable that I have to live in fear in a place that I live for such a long time, and I I go home. And um, another thing that worries me a lot is. Uh, how those boys going to be punished? You, I don't think there will be any punishment. To be honest. Did you go to the guards? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. They investigated as a murder attempt. In fairness, they they have been very helpful. They they have been in my house several times every day. I get a phone call from the guards.
1: And no arrests have been have been made.
0: Yes. No. Although they have uh, a footage of the attack, because one of the witnesses, there was many other kids as well, one of the kids uh, made a footage of the whole attack. And this footage is actually going in social media like TikTok and stuff like that. Sorry, with, was with the,
1: was the footage, when you say somebody who witnessed it recorded what happened, as in that they, they recorded it as a witness to give to you or the guards, or did they put well, it on social media?
0: I don't know uh, the reason. I believe recorded just to put in social media because it was another child as well. Um, but the good thing is this footage is already with the guards as well. So they they have the the faces of the all the, the the criminals, all the boys that did that. So at least for that it served because there is no excuse. We have the footage of the actual crime.
1: And do you know was it put on on social media? Sorry, at the time, on a social media site. Did you did you did you say you had heard that or?
0: Yes, I I heard that through another another boy's uh, mother, she said to me she even saw. She even saw, so it's it's going on around in social media. Is it still there now? Do you know? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so.
1: I was talking to somebody only this week on the program as well about how difficult it has been to get footage removed from from social media sites. Um, but I know in this case you've—it's been passed on to the Gardaí that are in investigating what happened. It's an—it's inc- an absolutely terrible, it's an awful thing that has happened, and I—I I think anybody listening to this today, your heart would just break for your your person and what he's gone through, and for for you and the family as well. Look, I—I—I, I, I, yeah, it's—I don't—I don't know what to say to you. It's just—it's absolutely shocking.
0: It is shocking. Uh, I'm still completely in shock, to be honest. My son, uh, our family. Um, it's it's very, you know, like I said, it's not just about my son. Uh, tomorrow, going to be somebody else's son. I think lawmakers, uh, justice, government. We all supposed to get together in parents. To try mm. to change
1: the law regarding punishment for those type of crimes. Yeah. Well, it's hard to hard to argue with that for sure. Absolutely no doubt about it. Look, I, I want to, to wish um wish you well and your son as well. I, I hope I hope his recovery, you know, is um is is positive and good and I've no doubt it'll take some time to, to get over that as well. lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email address as always if you want to get in touch with us. But thank you so much for joining us on the programme today.